0: Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 136. Three non-negotiables for an effective makerspace in your classroom. Today, we're gonna talk about those three non-negotiables, things that we we have to have that are not negotiable, that that we must do in our makerspace to make it effective in our classroom. Sometimes we get bogged down by by the things like materials and the tools and the time and the standards or no standards, or what are we going to do with it? But there are actually three really important elements of a makerspace that make it doable and make it important and essential in our classroom. That's what we're going to talk about today. Hope you stick around. Welcome to one tired teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Deberry Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Deberry. Hey, so today we are talking about three really important elements of our makerspace that we want to make sure that we include in our classroom. Now, before we get started with that, I want to tell you that you are running out of time, my friend, you're running out of time, because I have one more Free masterclass. Every classroom needs a makerspace, and that is actually happening tomorrow on Tuesday. On Tuesday evening, um, I believe it's six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can get all the details at Trina dot com forward slash makerspace seat. That's all one word, Makerspace Seat. And you can hop into that one last free masterclass so you can really think about, is Makerspace right for your classroom? Yes, it's right for your classroom. So you're going to wanna to hear this. It's I just really feel like it's such a an opportunity for us to bring back hands-on learning, get kids off screens, get kids thinking, building, creating, imagining, It's so important. It's so necessary, especially after all that we have been through for the past year and a half. I think it is an essential part of our teaching. So I hope that you will join me for that. And if you are ready to actually implement, implement a Makerspace in your classroom and you're like... I don't need to know why every classroom needs what I already know. I'm well on my way and I really need some step-by-step guidelines. I need some help with materials. I need to know where to set it up or how to set it up or what to do. Or I need more about the mindset. I need to understand how to reach out to big businesses, how to get families to donate supplies, all that good stuff. If you're ready for that, I have a step-by-step game plan inside my course, String makerspace and it is open for enrollment. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm so excited to welcome new members inside of Mastering Makerspace. I already have teachers in there ready to go, and I look forward to enrolling more so that we can really get this off the ground. One of the things that you get with Mastering Makerspace is you get a private Facebook group with me where I show up for four weeks and we do some Q&A, some question and answering. If you have some questions, I'm there to answer it each week. I show up live and we just chat about Makerspace and anything that is maybe holding you back or something that you didn't quite understand and want more clarity on or whatever. You wanna celebrate your wins in your classroom because yeah, it starts in July. It starts the last week of July. That's the official day. It closes, the doors close this Friday. So you have until this Friday, the 23rd, to join me inside Mastering Makerspace. I really hope that you will. You can find that, Trina Debris, teaching and learningcom Mastering Makerspace. It should be a menu option for you. So you should be able to just click on it. It will take you to all the details and you can sign up and join me inside of that. And we will talk about all things Makerspace and I will help you get yours launched and off the ground. Okay, so I hope that you joined, but let's talk about three negotiables that Will help ha- help you have an effective makerspace in your classroom. So the first non-negotiable—did I say negotiables at first? I meant to say non, because these are non-negotiables. These are things that we you don't want to back down on. You want to make sure that they are a part of your makerspace. It is an important element of it, and that is inclusion for all students. That your makerspace is inclusive. That is a non-negotiable. You want the, your makerspace to meet the needs of every single student in your class. And maybe, maybe, I don't mean for it to be like the magical solution and everybody's going to love it and be it's gonna be wonderful. I don't mean that. I mean that there is something in it for everyone. And look at the things that your students need. Look at your IEPs. Look at the um, behavior and personalities of your students. Look at the ability of your students. And, and make sure that every single child is able to find something that is beneficial and rewarding to them. And makerspaces are really easy to do that with, because if you don't, if you don't have like a tool or material that works for somebody, there's always an alternative. And that is the, that's one of the beauties of a makerspace. It's, it's naturally and automatically inclusive. And I, I love that about it. Now, here's something to consider because makerspaces are really all about, mindset. And they're really all about collaboration, communication. So let's say you have a student who doesn't work well with others, who struggles to work collaboratively, has a difficult time even communicating. That's where you can be a little bit more, again, inclusive. And that's where you can do, where you can let a student have a little space of it or parts of it or Maybe they take materials to their own area or under their desk or on top of their desk or you know, in a quiet corner, in a quiet spot, something like that where they take the materials and they do some alone time. Now, it's important for them, all children, to learn how to communicate and to work with others. That's That's our goal. We want kids to be able to do that. I think there has to be a balance where we kind of push kids in that direction and we challenge them to move away or move out of their comfort zone. However, we also we also pay attention to their to the needs and their preferences. We allow them to have some of that time where they can work by themselves as well if that's what they need. So that's something to consider. That's one way that you can make it inclusive for all students because that's the only thing that comes up in my mind where I'm like, well, what about a student that wants to work alone when the goal really is collaboration? And and that's where I'm like, we have to be a little bit flexible in in this. This is an outside of the box type of thinking. So we have to come up with outside of the box ways to be inclusive and I think that's that's a non-negotiable. That's something that we wanna have in our makerspace. So that's non-negotiable number one. Inclusivity for all students. All right, number two, non-negotiable number two. And that is individualization and collaboration. That's actually together. Individualization and collaboration. And you're going, how can you be individualized and collaborate? That that's where I that's one of the things I think that we often kind of get wrong in education, where we we never tailor it individually. we It's always like this standardized way of doing something. Everyone must do this. Everyone must show what they know this way. And we're going to standardize it. And that drives me crazy. Let's make it a little bit more individual. Let's look at the strengths and the areas that we might need to improve. But take those things like if a student is really musically inclined or musically smart, then let's incorporate some music inside of our makerspaces or let's allow them to create or build or um, problem solve around like a musical instrument or a song or a poem or something like that. Those are things that we can do to make it more individual. Now we can take those individualized, you know, things about students and we can bring them together to build off of one another's strengths and they can collaborate in that way. Instead of saying everybody must all do this one thing exactly the same way, we allow them to have some individuality, some creativity, and then they can bring it together and and create this collaborative effort where they all get to shine in their own way. But they bring it together and you've got synergy or seniors, which is which is, you know, like synergy and genius combined. And I love that. I love, I love to think of it like that. So, so that's another non-negotiable is allowing some individuality as well as allowing the, those strengths to build together to form that synergy or that genius in a collaboration. All right. And then the final non-negotiable in your makerspace is to offer a variety of materials. Doesn't that kind of already help with the other two? Having it inclusive for all and offering collaboration and individualization. When we offer a variety of materials, that's what we're doing. We're meeting those other two non-negotiables. So they kind of all go hand in hand together. So offering a variety of materials allows your makerspace to be used as an inclusive environment. It allows students to have to have choices so that they can be individualized and then come together and be collaborative. So that's why it's important to have a variety of materials. If all I offer is a is, let's say popsicle sticks, if all I offer is popsicle sticks, and somebody has difficulty holding the popsicle sticks, because maybe they have some type of, you know, something that prevents them from being able to have like a, Mm -hmm. a fine motor skill. Mm -hmm. Together, then that that that's where I need to offer some alternative materials for those students. Because when you think about it, an effective makerspace is not just a space for 3D printing and robotics. Although those can be cool things to use and those can definitely intrigue some of your most reluctant students. But that's just really one component of a larger scale, a larger scale of the space. Makerspace needs to cater to a range of maker styles, so to speak. So a construction zone with blocks, Legos, recycled materials, timber cutoffs, and simple non-electronic tool, shed tools, like these these all encourage students to build models, to test principles of construction and build design and well is any they're as important as any type of material and we we really want to allow them to to work through these to through these different materials and and create prototypes t- so they can conceptualize their thinking. Electrical spaces allow students to tinker with simple circuits as well and then they pull we can pull things apart like old appliances I know my students love I have like this it almost looks like oh, like a, not a radio, but like, like the guts of a computer. Like it has like that board with all the different things. And they love to look at that and like pull things apart and see how things are connected. And I think that's a really cool thing to include as well. So those are just some thoughts. Those are some non-negotiables that you might want to consider inside your makerspace so that you really, you really are touching on all different types of learners. It's inclusive for all students. It offers collaboration. It's, it's purposeful. It focuses on the individualization of students and you offer a variety of materials. Okay. This episode was short this week because lots of things going on. I, you know, I have my last Every Classroom Needs a Makerspace, The Five Fundamentals to Getting Started, that happens tomorrow, Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to join me, you can come to Learning.com forward slash makerspace seat. If you'd like to just jump right into to the course, Mastering Makerspace from Zero to Amazing, and you would like some step-by-step Directions or guidelines and help. And I, again, I show up live in the Facebook group and I'm offering several different bonuses. One of which is my getting started with Makerspace kit, plus my Makerspace expectations with um, posters and job descriptions and all kinds of stuff. It's all bundled together. That's one of the bonuses. And another one of the bonuses is a social and emotional learning with Makerspace. And just a, just a lot of really cool stuff inside there. I hope you'll join me. You can find that at Trina com. Mastering Makerspace. That should be a, a menu option. I hope to see you inside. Until next time, this one tired teacher is gearing up for a new class of Mastering Makerspace. Sweet dreams and sleep tight.